can see we're in a different setting with the same setting all together y'all see we're not doing the laptops today we winging it anyway um, yes because y'all know we didn't talk about it before we don't really like doing it without the laptop because we just gonna be in here talking this is one of those times where y'all can say yeah y'all actually just get in front of the camera and talk because that's exactly what's gonna be happening today <laughs> and wherever my head go, that's where it go. Exactly. So, so today is less of an episode, but it's more of a life update and an update as to why we haven't been here, why we haven't been recording, why we haven't posted any new episodes or any new content. Whew. Cause the bitch is tired. Life been whooping our ass <laughs> on the low. I ain't lying. We have been through some shit in these last couple months. Mentally, physically, emotionally. Getting jumped. Just life has just been beating our ass for real. And it's just, we don't want our viewers to feel like we just neglected y'all. We just needed to take a step back and rebrand repurpose we completely understand what we were actually doing because at first this shit came too easy to us like we got in here do our layout record we were, everything was fine then we get around to what episode six five i think it was after episode three we was like what the fuck yeah kind of because kinda four and five i think that was the business one and then the other one yes so it's like once we got around to like episode three, honestly, it came easy for me still. But like once I got to around the episode five and six, like the last, the most recent episodes, is where we was like, all right, so what the fuck are we doing now? And I mainly think it was the last one because we came in here, we you could just tell like we, we were didn't off. Want to do the shit? It's like our we haven't been honestly we haven't been on the same page with it either. So, like, we've been trying to figure out where we're going to take the podcast, what direction we're going in, how things are going to work. And not only that, we've been dealing with our personal shit, too. So, like, I got into a real bad car accident. I almost died. Totaled my car. Um, so, that played a factor in it. And then it's just a whole bunch of other stuff that we've been doing and going through. And not everything has been bad. The couple positive things that came out of everything that we've been going through and have going on. But who? Let me just say we trying to figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> so we were gonna do our next episode on well, we thought about doing the next episode on mental health, but our mental health ain't right. So how are we gonna get in front of y'all and talk about mental health when we ain't got it right up here? I'm gonna tell you to jump in front of a car as a joke, and now you actually listen to me, and I feel bad. Exactly. Like we just we don't, and y'all know it's a lot of shit that we don't take serious. We don't take shit serious, actually. Not a piece of nothing. So, we've actually been trying to take shit more serious. We've actually been paying attention to a lot more things. We've had a lot of spiritual awakenings. Um, Just going through life as we know it. 
But we're trying to get back into how we are used to doing things. We're trying to change a few things. As y'all can see, we on the couch now. We ain't in front of the TV no more. So we're trying different things to see what direction we're going to take the podcast in. And we are always open to suggestions. Um, Unless it's something crazy, because we is not getting in here in no two pieces. Because I had somebody tell me that they're like, y'all need to start showing y'all body more. We are not sitting over here. Exactly. Y'all trying to. Selling ourselves we're like not some prostitutes. We is selling podcast shit. Tell <laughs> <laughs> them put them titties on the screen. No. Exactly. And also, when we say suggestions, I need suggestions from the people that actually listen to the podcast. Because y'all are giving us suggestions of shit we've already talked about. And y'all don't be paying us no mind. Y'all over here, yeah, I want to be on the podcast because I got some suggestions. Then y'all suggestions be shit we already talked about. Actually watch the podcast before you suggest anything. Because y'all over here talking about some, oh, y'all need to talk about friendships. Y'all need to talk about this. Y'all need to talk about that. We have whole episodes on that. And it's like, I understand people want to see a visual aspect, but that just wasn't working out how we wanted it to work out. Yes. Like, so when we record, we record everything with video and audio. So, we have video, which is why all the clips you see, like, on our Instagram are from our videos. So, we have video clips and access. We have, we sit in a lot of content, actually. We have a whole hard drive full of content. We just have to, we had a video editor at one point because that's something that we don't have the patience to do. Um, We had a video editor at one point, and as y'all can see from our YouTube videos, there were a couple of things that we didn't like about the way that our videos are being edited. And it's a waste of money and it's a waste of time because our video editor was all the way in Virginia Beach. And for those of you that don't live in Virginia, that shit is far from where we live. That's like an hour drive. Exactly. With traffic and everything, that's far. For me to drop off a flash drive, come And then have up. to come back and pick it up no. just to post the video. No. We have to have our hard drive every time we record. So we're record- if we're recording bi-weekly, that means we have to do that every two weeks. Not only do we, and that's to go and pick it up. Not only, y'all know we got jobs outside of this. We didn't get paid to do this. So, it's a lot. And neither of us have not only the patience, but the time to actually sit there and record it. Because we ain't going to be honest with y'all. Once the videos get posted or the audio gets posted, we don't double back. Because we got to hear our voices all over again continuously. That shit is annoying. <laughs> I listen truthfully. to it after we leave, and that's it. Exactly. Oh. We have to, we listen to it very suddenly. Like, one day I'll randomly just go listen to the podcast, and then I'll be texting her like, bitch, I just realized we said this, or we did this, and I was like, wow, ain't no way. Ain't no way it sounded like that. We out there acting crazy. Like, it just comes at the most random times. And, honestly, we're just trying to figure it out. We're taking it day by day, trying to figure it out. And we should have been came here and said this, but, like, now is the time for us to actually lock back in. We're actually trying to figure out what we're going to do for the next episode. And, yeah, it's just, we just want to give y'all an update so y'all just don't feel like, damn, they just forgot about everything that they were doing. No, we're still definitely going to do it. We're going to do it as long as we possibly can because she's leaving next year. I'm and, going down the street. But you, exactly, <laughs> but it's the fact that you're going to be, like, three hours away. You don't want to come down here every two weeks, three hours a day? And we're three hours away? I ain't got nothing else to do. I drive around the world as is. And you also going to have a job. I'm going down the street. And other shit to do. No matter what. Regardless of that, we're trying to figure it out. We're just trying to figure it That's literally what we do. Trying to figure everything out. And I think what people fail to realize is like, 
we're only in our <clears throat> early 20s. Yes. So for some people, it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, do this, do that, do this, do that. It's social media is such a lie. Like y'all keep getting caught up in that shit. And you have to real we're young as fuck. We have a full We young turn. Exactly. I work at night, she worked during the day. How the fuck do you think this shit works? And there's days where I do not go to sleep. If I know I have shit to do, I will not go to sleep. I be booked and motherfucking busy. And I literally have to tell her, like, you need to sleep eventually. You see, <laughs> she got a Red Bull in her hand, right? Y'all know I stopped drinking Red Bulls. I stopped drinking I don't even drink Red Bulls no more. Because I work during the day. I go home. I'm able to sleep peacefully. I haven't drunk. Honestly, I drink Red Bulls, but not as often as I used to. I used to drink, like, three Red Bulls a day. Dying. Heart from the stop zone. <laughs> like I used to be addicted to rebels. I used to drink rebels all the fucking time, and I had to stop drinking them bitches. I drink like one, maybe two a week, if that. I don't survive off that shit no more. Now she's the one surviving off rebels, surviving off vibes. And it's crazy because she used to be like that shit don't do nothing to me. Now here she go. I think I need a Red Bull. I'm like you're not gonna get no water. I love water. I'm a fish out of water. Exactly. But. I work at night, and I be booked at busy, and I have so much shit I have to do. Yeah. So it's like, do I want to go to sleep, or can I take a two-hour nap and just go? <laughs> and I can really run off two hours of sleep. Like yesterday when we went to the beach. Went to work, went to the beach, didn't go to sleep until after I took a shower. So I had been up for, like, yeah, damn near 48 hours. Just vibe. And it's crazy, because I used to be the same way, but I had to realize that shit was draining me even more, just running off nothing. So, yeah. Do you want to tell them what's been going on in your life? Um, I ain't got no man, like I said last time. <laughs> no, that does not mean, hey, how you doing, stink-a-dink. No. I still hate all Leave men. Leave me alone, bookie. <laughs> <laughs> I hate all men. Not literally, but like, I tried the dating scene shit. I tried them apps. Y'all are crazy on there. Like, oh my God. Oh yeah, they be getting crazy on like BLK and Tinder, baby. Y'all be on there hollering. Y'all are funny as fuck on there. And then they're embarrassing y'all selves. Y'all really are. Some of y'all really need to humble yourselves and sit the fuck down. Um, I had went to Memphis for a weekend. I ain't gonna speak too go much ahead, on Go ahead, go ahead. Because <sighs> we no longer speak to Mr. Memphis. <laughs> well, we speak to him, but we're cordial. We're friends. It is what it is. I charge everything. For now. Yeah. I'm just charging everything to the game. Yeah, like, Mr. Memphis. And if you're watching this, you big bad <laughs> bastard. Yeah, you know what you did. Now we're about to drag you. Yeah, wait till you start your YouTube. I'm going to be bullying you in the comments. Let that hurt. Mr. Shoe Salesman. I have no words for you, big bag. But, um... I've just been charging everything to the game. Honestly and truthfully, like, shit that used to piss me off, I don't give a fuck about it no more. I'm so content with myself that ain't nan nigga gonna come into my life and ruin shit. Absolutely. You can't tell me shit I ain't listening to. And I've been going to the gym. I'm outside. Sun's out, bun's out. <laughs> I done lost this weight. Excuse me. Period. My friend has a... Me and my friend both have lost weight. Like, I... When I first... So, I moved into a different part of our job... I don't feel like explaining all the Navy terminology, so I'm just going to say a different part of our job. And ever since I've been working there, I moved. I got there in February. When I, when I got there in February, I was 197. I am 175. And all that is just for me walking. She be in the gym, I be walking. I be <laughs> Walking my gym. life away. Walking down the boat. Walking everywhere. Like, 
I just love the gym. And at first, I didn't realize how much weight I lost. I was just like, whatever. And if you're on a weight loss journey, stay away from that scale. Exactly. That, that shit, you lose inches before you lose pounds. And as a female, you have to understand when you wake up in the morning, the stomach you see is your actual stomach. Throughout the day, once you start eating and you start drinking shit, you know, you're going to be bloated. You're going to, exactly. all that shit adds to it. But like the pants I have on now, three months ago, I was crying because I had just bought them from Ross. I love Ross. And I could not button the top of the pants. And I'm not one of those people that takes stuff back. I, I got a dress in my that I ordered from Fashion Nova still sitting there because my goal is to put that dress on. Period. So it's certain shit that I've kept because I'm like, okay, I want to see how I progress. So I feel like y'all be following all these workout pages and getting so caught up like, oh my gosh, look at her, look at her. Yes. Some motherfuckers don't show you. It took me a year to see like, okay, you lost this much weight before even going to the gym. And when I started going to the gym, I don't look at that shit like, oh, I'm going to work out. That is a stress relief. Everybody pissed me the fuck off. I'm going to the gym. Like, I used to hate going to the gym. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to go yes. here after workout. But now, if you see my location, I'm there. And you also have to understand what's for you works for you. Like, I don't like going to the gym. I refuse. I don't. I won't. I don't. And y'all see that I'm still losing weight. And it's not that I was even trying to lose weight. Like, people kept telling me, damn, you're small as fuck now. Like, your, your fucking uniform is falling off of you. Literally, when I take it, if it wasn't for me having to wear a belt at work, I'd have the biggest uniform in the world. Uniform looked like it belonged to a 300-pound man. When, as soon as I take that belt off, coveralls falling off of me. And that's just from me walking. And I didn't even realize it until people was like, damn, you're little as fuck coveralls about you you're drowning in them coveralls and i'm like what the fuck are y'all talking about y'all are crazy until i actually like paid attention looked at my old pictures i realized that once i put a swimsuit on that i wore last summer big as a house tore up and tore down <laughs> <laughs> and then i realized like now like that swimsuit is kind of loose on me and i'm like what the hell gotta hike this motherfucker up just to put it on but like it also it's really what works for you like, people always ask me, like, how'd you lose weight? How'd you lose weight? I never planned on losing weight. She don't do shit but sit in the house. Literally. I don't. I And I eat, and I don't diet. I eat what the fuck I want. I have, I but I keep very much fruits and vegetables in my, she'll tell y'all, I keep fruits and vegetables a in my life. Tray for well, I will Exactly. I will go eat carrots and celery and <laughs> cucumbers as a snack. I'm not really on, I, yes, I eat chips and shit all the time. Like, we just came from the gas station. Where did I go get? Gummy bears and Cheez-Its. I just don't, but when I do feel like, okay, I'm getting a little thick and I do want to do something, y'all know what I do? I put that sweet sweat on my stomach, get that saran wrap, and get that waist trainer, and what do I do? I wear it to work, six hours a day. Dying. That's That's the least you have to wear, and I don't even be dying in mine, because I'm used to wearing that. That's how I get the shape that I have. Like, I literally wear my waist trainer, whatever, I feel like, okay, bitch, you've been eating homes and homes and warehouses. It's time to, uh, <laughs> it's time to put that waist trainer on. And I will put my waist trainer on. And even if I'm dying, sweating, hard work, I don't give a fuck. I will put my waist trainer on and I will go walk around. Because if I work, that's all I do is walk around to different places on the boat. And it's just like, that's what works for me. And like she said, with y'all looking at the people on social media, little do y'all know, some of the people on social media, be on crack. They be on crack. I wasn't going to say that. But, um... <laughs> Some of them people on social media, they be on them weight loss pages, and some of them got surgeries. And not just that. And they're just promoting for the weight loss companies. Some exactly. of the people got, they've been on that table, and y'all don't even know that. Because I know a couple people that have been on that table, 
and they over there slim tummy tees and all that. Exactly. And Promoting that's that nothing shit. but fucking laxatives. Exactly. So I'm not knocking nobody's hustle as a workout. I'm not I'm not saying I'm a nutritionist or I'm not this, I'm not that. I'm yeah. saying what the fuck worked for me. Period. I used to compare myself to every single person. And I'll be honest, I was ready to get a BBL. I was so, so ready. I was like, I, I don't want to work out. I just want to go to the gym. Da, 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 da. I want a big old ghetto booty, this, that, the third. But I'm going to look crazy. That wagon and you're going to be hurting. Like, I was really about to spend 10K on a surgery that would cost 50K to maintain. And I was just talking to uh, my high school best friend, Kiara, about this. I was like, bro, I was really about to get this fucking surgery when all I had to do was get the fuck up and go to the gym. And I'm not saying that's what everybody has to do, get the fuck up and go to the gym. But once you get yourself out that mindset, like, I, I want to work out for me. Like, I wasn't working out for no nigga, no bitch, no auntie. Nobody could tell me nothing because I did not want to go. Now... That is where I live. I will go to the gym two times a day if I have to because I don't give a fuck. That is my safe haven. That is my escape. I'm not saying you have to work out. You could do other shit, Pilates, pole dances. There's so Period. many ways. You don't have to go to the gym and go hard and be like, well, this person on TikTok says she works out for four hours a day. Baby, I'm not going to the gym for four hours a day. That is what works for her. Exactly. Like, when I first started working out and I would do those TikTok exercises, my body would be like, damn, da-da-da-da. Like, we're shutting down because you're over here trying to do... Like, there's people that will literally throw themselves in the gym and force themselves to do that shit and don't even get results. Because you're trying to do what works for somebody else and not what works for you. Exactly. Like, if me and her were to go work out and she does what I do to work out, she's going to be looking I'm at gonna me I'm going to be like, dead as fuck. What the fuck? I get on that treadmill and I think I run at like... I can't even get on the treadmill. <laughs> I put the speed on 7.6. I got asthma. On the incline and I just run. I be running. And like, my friend... Uh, sugar, that's what we call her. <laughs> she be looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. She get in the gym and powerlift. We not doing it. I'm not powerlifting nothing. So you have to do what's going to work for your body. and You have to have an ideal body. Like the more I post my progress pictures and people like, oh, I want to look like you. I have to sit there and tell them like, no, you don't. You want to look like a better version of your motherfucking self. Exactly. I used to want to be Jada Waiter. Yup. I don't want to be Jada Waiter. I want to be myself, like, get out that fucking mindset. Like, I want to look like this person, that person. That could be, like, your motivation to get up. But I have a certain image in my head of myself and what I want myself to look like that you cannot tell me shit. Like a lot of them people have been on that table. They have, and they don't want to talk about it. But I don't care because I'm going to tell y'all, we are two regular, regular motherfuckers going through life. Doing the do. Doing what the fuck it takes. Right. So... Until you really want to improve for yourself and change shit for yourself, it's not going to happen. Yep, because, child, and not only that, have we been physically good, but honestly, I feel like both of us have gotten to a place, since we took our break, both of us have gotten to a place where mentally we're really at peace. Because, honestly, I don't know. It's something about just going every day, you literally got to take things day by day. That's literally one thing that I live on, like, and I stand on very strongly. Take everything one step at a time, one day at a time. Just because you had a bad day yesterday don't mean you're going to have a bad day today. And you got to really learn that you need to get in tune with yourself. And for people, one thing I just told somebody, because they asked me for relationship advice when I'm not in a relationship. And I was just like, people do that to me all the time. They always come to me for relationship advice. And I just be like, girl, I'm not in a relationship. But and before you feel like you want to get into a relationship, you have to be in tune with yourself and happy with yourself and at peace with yourself. You can't do shit until 
you're happy by yourself. And I had to realize that because I was one of those people that kind of depended on a man to be happy. Like, oh, yeah, you come in my life, you make me happy as fuck, and then leave now where I'm not fucking with you, and I'm in shambles. So I had to learn, like, me being me, I have to be comfortable with me. I have to be comfortable because I'm one of those people, she's totally opposite. I'm one of those people, (laughs) I have to have somebody sleeping with me. Like, I love when people are sleeping with me. And I be in shambles when I have to sleep by myself. I'm tossing and turning bad dreams all night. And I can commend you for that. She has come a long way. Before, it was always like, oh, my God. Da, da, da. This I man, this like, man, this man. Girl, do I, you not enjoy spreading yourself out across the... Someone I work with, he's married. He was like, you go to home and sleep by yourself every single night. Exactly. Yes. And I am content. I love it. You are not... My room, my bed, my space is my safe haven. So you think you about to step in that motherfucking rock and roll? Bring no. your demons in there. You're not... I yes, I really had I've really been taking this time and I've been growing a lot as a person and I haven't been in a relationship and I'm just I just be loving life. Like I so I'm not in a relationship but I do have a man. My and man, my man, my yes, man. Go ahead and tell my me because that's all I hear. It's my man, my man. You think you better than me? You want me to tell him about my man? <laughs> you think you better than me because you got a man? <laughs> Don't start that shit today. <laughs> but um Yes, I am in a very peaceful situationship. The only reason we're not in a relationship because we don't want to rush into shit. And it hasn't been that long, but honestly, that man takes care of me like nobody else has ever. And it's been a small amount of time, and me and that man are locked in for life first. We don't pay none of that shit. That man does anything for me. I could call him right now. He, he pick up the phone. Anytime I call, pick up the phone. Two rings, max. Because, and that's just, and I've been very peaceful with that. And it's like, I used to be all about a man, honestly. And so me and her had a conversation, and she was like, you need to pour your energy into something more than a man. Your motherfucking self. And I have, yes, I still, you know, I still dibble and dabble with my nigga. <laughs> you know? Because one thing about me, I'm going to keep a man. Y'all realize that. Y'all going to realize that eventually. I keep some man. I can't relate. So, Y'all pissed me off in two days. So, but this situation is very different because most of the time now that she told me that, like she told me that in the beginning of the year, and it's like now that she's told me that, I keep that in the back of my mind. Like everything can't be about a man. So like you see, I take our podcast very seriously. I take all the stuff that I want to do very seriously, like me going to school, this, this, and that. Like I be looking at all the stuff for me to go to school. And, like, all the different things that I want to go into and ventures and shit that I want to do. And, honestly, I always had that in the back of my mind. It's not all about a man anymore. It's about me. Yes, I can have a man, but it's about me being happy and me doing the shit that I want to do and me achieving all of my shit. And if you come around me and you don't have that same mindset, you got to get the fuck on. Because, like, I be telling my friend, like, she said that it's something that she want to do, but she she's not working towards doing it. She's been focused on a lot of other things. And I'm like, listen, if this is something that you actually want to do, I shouldn't believe in your dream more than you do. Exactly. And that's just, it's just too much for me sometimes. Like you gotta, you gotta have some type of goals being around me. And we've said this multiple times. Like, yeah, y'all see how we just ranting. (laughs) It just comes (laughs) off. So this is why we do layouts so we can stay on topic. But Honestly, yeah, it's just been a lot for me. And that's the thing with my situation right now. 
I realize I don't depend, like he makes me very, very happy, but I don't depend on him for that happiness. And that's why, and that's where I start to see a change. I don't, yes, me and him very, very peaceful because I'm at peace with myself. I can't, I can't come into a situation and expect peace, but not bring peace. And that's what people have to realize. You can't, you're going to get what you receive most times. That's, I don't think that's what I meant. That's okay. not what I meant. But you know, y'all get where I was going with it. Y'all um, get where I was going. It sounded real nice in my head. But you okay. know what? Whatever. You, it's, it's all about energy reciprocation. Mm-hmm. I bring, I brought peace and happiness to that situation. And mm-hmm. I received that energy right back. So, I mean, everything's been good for me other than the fact that I ain't got no car. And I feel like a bum because I ain't got no car. Okay. But it's whatever. I'm finna get brand new car. You know, I really want a K5, and that's what I'm going to get, because that's what I said that I wanted. So that's what I'm going to end up with. Perfect. And that's just that, because I can work towards getting that. And yes, <laughs> period. What was I going to say? I'm going on a spiritual journey. I'm going on a very in-depth spiritual journey. Um, I've started meditating. I've been in tune with me, myself, and I. One of my friends, I call him Mr. Spiritual Journey, because he's very <laughs> uh, awake in his life and I remember one day he was like you need to go outside and just sit with yourself and deal with your emotions if you have ever been around me I am not an emotional person Jesus fucking Christ I am not emotional at fucking all I am very hard body she was emotional for a minute but she's like me in that aspect to where if something happens and you've been showing your emotion the moment you fuck that up that shit is off exactly that's it and you I get hate one chance with that shit. how numb I get when people piss me off. So I went outside. I, but that's another thing. You have to be open and vulnerable with yourself. So I went outside and I sat and I cried for a whole hour. And I do not cry. And I sat there and I thought about everything. And I was like, why the fuck do I feel like this? My last relationship, I poured my all into this man. My, And me and her had that conversation because before I was just like, oh my God, that was supposed to be my husband, my husband, my man. But if that person is not for you, it's not going to motherfucking work. Exactly. And I told her, like, you have to realize you gave too much of yourself too soon to where he was able to get comfortable way too soon. Exactly. There was no way. I understand you thought that that was going to be your husband, but there is no way you're performing wifely duties for a man that isn't giving you that energy back. Why should you have to ask a man to buy you flowers? And the whole mindset behind that. And I realized I lost myself when I started changing the way I thought. I was like, well, he doesn't want to do it, so yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. He doesn't want to do this, so yeah, that makes sense. And my, my friend Sugar sat me down one day, and she was like, I realized you were lost when you said, I don't care about having a wedding or having kids. If you know me, yes. I want a big that, African wedding. That, honestly, yes. That threw me, too. Because I, I remember us having this before. When me and you first got cool, we, that was something that we randomly talked about. Like, you yeah. having your big old African wedding. And this man was like, I don't want my family there. I don't want this. I don't want that. Like, and it's just like, and you, completely, and you completely changed your whole mindset and was like, yeah, I'm going to just do the little nice little courthouse wedding and this, this, and that. And then it turned out that man decided that he didn't want to get married anymore ever again and threw your whole shit off. So I feel like I just, I just became so lost. So I sat out there and I cried and cried and cried. And I texted her and I was just like, I really just sat out there and became in tune with everything. Her getting to her car accident 
I t- when she called me and was like, I got Y'all. into an accident and hung up. Okay, I was doing one go through the ac- on the motherfucking Let's go through highway. the accident. So the day that I got into a car accident, I had just left my man. He went to play basketball. I was come. We had we had left a restaurant because we were both fucking dying in the house. Because one thing about me and him, we just won't eat and we just don't care. And I be having to cuss him the fuck out because <laughs> we we would sit there. We just not eating. We don't care. So I was I text her because I knew she had to go to work and I was like, Do you want me to bring you some food while we're over here? And she was like, yeah, so I, I was bringing her the food. I sat and I talked to her for a minute, and then it was time for her to go to work. She goes to work. I'm like, okay, she's right up the street. It was a detour. I'm going down. Yellow light. I go through the light. Apparently, smack. I'm car totaled. I flew. It was so crazy. My car accident was literally crazy as fuck. Because y'all know, I'm a little off in the head. So when I got into my car accident, I'm sitting there in the car screaming i said oh my fucking god my car everybody mad at me because i'm mad about my car like what the fuck i don't care i'm not allowed to be emotional about i'm car. not di- i don't give a fuck i realized i wasn't dead i'm screaming about my car now i don't give a fuck i'm in pain chest hurting legs hurting everything in pain but i'm like fuck my car is gone my car is gone i'm mad as fuck so i'm sitting in the car while the car is just in shambles i have yet to get out the car the people, we did it in a black neighborhood, and y'all know you get in the car in the black neighborhood, everybody coming outside. It's people coming from all down the street. Y'all ever seen Daddy's Little Girl when he got into that car accident and all the people came outside? That's how it was for me. <laughs> everybody crowding around my car. Some, this, some man was like, get out of the car. It's smoking and leaking gas. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. I'm in there mad about my car. When I tell y'all my door was jammed, I snatched that car door open with all the strength that I fucking had. Pushed that door open, jumped out of the car. I didn't think about my phone. I sat on the curb and just started screaming. Because I don't like, I have really bad anxiety. So a lot of people around me were stressing me out. I don't know, none of these people. Everything around, every, all these people crying around me, I'm tweaking out right now. Screaming to the top of my lungs. Crying in pain. Everything hurts. My legs are still bruised the fuck up and I look like a young fucking man. I'm just really sick about it. Like I've been playing football all my life. Um, I got like cuts on my stomach, but you know, I'm just really ghetto. So I'm like, so I'm screaming at this point. I'm like, somebody go get my phone. Cause I'm like, my best friend is the first person I want to call. I don't give a fuck about nobody else. I'm calling my best friend. Cause my best friend's right up the street. I don't care. So I apparently, yeah, but nobody heard me saying, go get my phone. So I don't give a fuck. Car leaking gasoline. what I do? I ran to the car, <laughs> got my phone, got my purse, dropped all of my cars in the gasoline, by the way. I ran to the car, got my phone. I said, I just got into a car accident, and I hung up. I didn't say shit else. She was like, where are you? You have my location. Hung up. Call my mama. I want to call my mama having a panic attack. Like, literally dying. Dying. This uh, this random lady tried to grab me up. That's crazy. I have anxiety, too. Come here. You're doing good. Hug me. Ma'am, I don't know you. Back up off me before I tweak the fuck out for real. So, I'm just like, it was just so much going on. The other person in the car whose car hit me, it was just a lot. It was a lot, a lot, a lot. And I'm just like, oh, my God, it's a lot going on. I told him, I said, I'm not getting into the ambulance until my best friend gets here. I don't give a fuck. I'm not getting into the ambulance. They're like, she's coming. She's coming. You have to get in the ambulance. I said, no, I'm not going anywhere. At this point, I'm screaming and crying still. My mom's on the phone. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere until my best friend gets here. So unless y'all are going to force me, y'all are going to date me and put me in the ambulance, I'm not getting in the ambulance. Next thing you know, I see the truck pulling up. <laughs> Almost hit the police cars. I said, bro, she's about to run into the police cars. I see her jump out of the car, running across the big-ass purse on the side of her, just running. And y'all know she's small. So imagine her running across the street, just small as fuck. Because I know she's seen the car before she saw me. They didn't know where I was. 
So she's running across the street. The police officer tried to hold her back. And it was like, he was like, no, let her through. That's her friend. I'm like, right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, you're holding her back. That one is crazy. That one's off her rocking rock and rolling. You go body slam me, I'm going to get up. <laughs> but it's <laughs> like, when I got that phone call, everything started going in slow motion. And I was just like, stay calm, stay calm. I'm like, just breathe. But when I got, I'm doing 120 on the fucking highway. Like, get, if you've ever been in the car with me, I drive like a race car driver. Yeah, we both do. So, if I feel like somebody's life is in danger, I'm getting there. Get the fuck out the way. So, I get to the street, and all I see is cop cars. And I'm not thinking, like, Marvila, put the car in park. No. <laughs> it's y'all either gonna move out my way, or I'm gonna force y'all to move. And she got that big truck down, so y'all know she feel like she's just Get the fuck the out the way. So, she's laying on the floor crying, and I think that's when everything stopped. I was just like, okay, she's fine. What do we need to do? What do we, what, what is going on? I'm screaming. The cop over there trying to talk to me. I'm about to tweak the fuck out. You better back up. Find you something safe to do, I know, because he was over there trying to talk to me. And I'm like, go talk to her. Because we're on the same insurance. So he was asking me questions about the insurance. I'm like, go talk to her. She's the one that you need to be talking to. And then he started asking all these stupid ass questions. Pissing me the and fuck I was like, off. you sound dumb as fuck right now. I said, ain't nothing to talk about. Get her in the ambulance. Let me know what hospital y'all are taking her to. Because they would let her get in the with me. Bitches. Talking about COVID. All that fucking space. You lucky I ain't slap y'all. Anyways, I had work that night. I called the motherfuckers. I'm not coming to work. I'm not coming to work isn't, oh, what's, no. I'm letting y'all know I will not be there. Yes. It wasn't a yes or no thing. I'm not coming to work at all. That's not happening. There are certain people, if something happens, I'm not about to play. This one, yeah, okay. Y'all thought I'm, I'm and not they playing know that. <laughs> they know. They even know it worked. Hung up so fast, put my phone on D&D. Stop calling me. I said, if y'all have anything to say, you better send it through a text message. Because I'm in distress. <laughs> we were at that hospital all fucking night. Laughing. And we just want to let y'all know, if y'all are in the area of uh, Hampton, Newport News, Virginia, Riverside Hospital, the worst fucking hospital in the world. I would rather inject myself with hair. They had me sitting in the waiting room. There, <laughs> and I knew the hospital was ghetto when they pulled me through the ambulance. And there's people laid out in the hallway. In the hospital beds laid out in the hallway. Tell so we're waiting for a room for her. I don't need a room at this point. Just leave me in the waiting room. Y'all ever seen that one episode of Spongebob when that man had died and they had him next to the vending machines? That's how I felt in that hospital. Because <laughs> when I went, yeah. I was like, what room is she in? The lady was like, well, they just brought her in. They're about to bring her into the waiting room. I, I said, said, I'm like, friend, I'm in the waiting room. <laughs> they, they got me in the waiting room. I said, she just got into a car accident. She has asthma. You told me her blood pressure's through the roof. I said, don't worry about it. Discharge her. We going somewhere else. Facts. And we definitely did. Because I'm not about to sit here and play with y'all. Especially as a black woman. Y'all got me fucked up. Exactly. Discharge her. Let's y'all go. told me, hi, y'all hospital. This is the hospital. We don't have a collar for the size of your neck right now. I just told y'all my neck and back hurting, and y'all told me y'all don't have a collar for me. Y'all don't want to put my neck brace on. And they made me get my blanket back. It's COVID time. <laughs> That's a really All those COVID shit. and monkeypox. I said, yeah, this hospital is fucking terrible. She ran over there and snatched that blanket. She and I just about, looked yeah. at her like, you know what? <laughs> COVID is fucking that hospital. You talking about, um, we need the blanket back. Um, excuse me. Nobody wants this hoe ass blanket anyway. Fuck y'all. I'm leaving. It was so ghetto. And then they didn't even give me a work excuse. They just told me to go home and take a shower. Oh, yes, go home and make sure you wash your uh, wounds out. They told me, you know what they prescribed me with? Tylenol and Motrin. <laughs> they said, after I just got into a car accident, they only did x-rays on my chest. I'm telling them my wrist is about to fall the fuck off. My chest is hurting. Back is hurting. They didn't do no neck x-ray. I could have had a broken bone in my neck. Could have been a fracture. 
And she kept telling them, like, oh, you know, I don't remember. I was like, this bitch has a concussion. Exactly. I and they're just looking like, no, you just don't remember because you don't remember. I didn't have a, I didn't find out I had a concussion until four days later. So, and I kept, I'm sitting here, I keep getting headaches. And still to this day, I keep getting random headaches because I have a concussion. But um, they, like, literally, they're thinking that I'm probably trying to get over on insurance. I'm telling them, I do not remember. I, was like, I kept blacking out. I don't remember what the fuck happened. My airbag's deployed. My head hit the airbag. I have a concussion. Y'all are crazy as the fuck. They're like, oh, it's just from impact. Yeah, it is from impact. I have a concussion. Y'all are crazy as fuck. It was like, your head didn't hit the windshield or anything. That's what the airbags are for. I had on a seatbelt. Fuck. Pissing me the fuck off. So we went to the other hospital and they were very nice. They gave me the good drugs. <laughs> yeah. I was on Oxy for a couple days. I said, yeah, this is the only thing that's helping me right now. Because <laughs> this time all the muscle ain't working. And I'm over here dying and nobody gives a fuck. They was like, yes, we're going to give you, put you off work for three days. And I was just like, and then my stupid ass, I go back to work. Shucking and jiving. Whole time, I'm not even supposed to be at work. I didn't have my paperwork because I'm a little slow. I'd be forgetting everything. I got a mind of a box of rocks. So I was like, uh, so I had forgot my paperwork the one day I came back to work. And I worked the whole day off Oxy. Didn't care. Then the next day, I go to medical bringing my paperwork. He said, you're on Oxy right now. I said, mm-hmm. He said, you are not supposed to be on any narcotics on the boat. So we're sending you home for the rest of the week. I said, oh, I worked all day yesterday. He said, why you didn't come yesterday? I said, I didn't have the paperwork. He said, it's in the system. You could have came yesterday. Too I'm like, slow. I didn't know that. So, whole time I was off there working on Oxy, just shucking and driving across the boat. Not even knowing. I'm over here high as a kite, just running through the boat. Don't care. Without a care in the world. With a concussion as well. So, <laughs> and then they was like, yeah, you have a concussion as well. So, you know, yes, life just hit me hard. But, like, when I got into my car accident, I feel like that's when both of us had a spiritual... Honestly, I realized something the other day. When I say you have to watch what you say, oh you yeah, because <laughs> God don't God don't play about that shit. You gotta really watch mm. what you say. Cause I used to ask my friend all the time. Cause I used to want to do crazy shit. I used to want to pull up on niggas and beat their ass when they make me mad. And I used to always ask my friend like, why the fuck did God give me a car? Because I'm over here about to go to this man's house and whoop his ass and some shit that happened three months ago. He said, all and, right, child. And I kept saying it, and I kept wanting to go over there, and I kept wanting to pull up on that man and beat his ass. But I did that. We'll get into that later, because I want to, yeah, let's talk about that, too. Because life's been going crazy lately. So. (laughs) Hey, Barbara, this is Shirley. (laughs) So, yeah, and I just kept asking, like, why would God give me a car? Because I know I'm just not the one to have a car right now, because I be doing stupid shit every time I want to get in this car. And then a few days later, I ain't got no car. So I'm like, (laughs) okay. You really gotta watch the power of the tongue. Child. You be manifesting stuff. Ooh. Yeah. Power of the tongue is quite real. You just have to be careful what you say. But, um, yes, back to my spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> but I sat outside, I cried. The cries that I crewed didn't make no sense. We but it's like. We crowed together. I always say I don't trust people. I don't. I don't trust people. And the voice in my head, I don't know if you're spiritual or not, but I am. I'm a very spiritual person. I'm very spiritually in tune. It don't make no sense. No, you are. I always have been, but I ignored it. Yes. So it was like, you don't trust people because you don't trust yourself. 
in a conversation that I had with Mr. Spiritual Journey, he was like, people portray all, like, reassurance, all that shit has nothing to do with you. It's all about the other person feeding their own ego. And ego is a horrible thing. I be so stuck in my way, so caught up, don't want to listen to shit, don't want to listen to nobody. Yes, and, and y'all know how hard it is for me to have to tell her this, because this bitch has been getting <laughs> on my nerves. When I tell y'all this bitch has been getting on my nerves, I've been eating her up day in and day fucking out. Because she really has started to piss me off. I'm like, bitch, okay, you keep doing this stupid ass shit. Listen all this stupid ass shit. Talking about, oh, I'm living life. But you're, you're really making me mad. You're pissing me off, actually. Because you're doing all this shit when you know it serves you no purpose. I have to be the one to tell her, bitch, it's not serving you any purpose. What the fuck are you doing this shit for? Rocking and she's like, mm, just living life. No, you're stupid as fuck. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. Then when shit don't start going your way, you're going to be like, oh, I hate all men. I hate all people. I hate everybody. <laughs> no, bitch, you're doing it to yourself. I be cussing her ass out. Bitch is losing. But yes, so after that, it was just like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, so once I... Popping cap. Pussy popping on a ham, saying, Exactly. Like. <laughs> and I tell her she got to stop doing that too, but nobody ever listens to me. Oh, especially with everything going on in the world, you think you're gonna get me pregnant? I'm at the yank bank, ho. Yanking that my <laughs> abortions are legal in Virginia. Y'all heard it. Y'all know where to go. Okay. It's legal in a lot of states. And if you're in the military, uh what the hell? Them people up there, I can't think the Supreme Court was like, that is not applying to military members that are active duty. If you don't want that baby, you better go to the yank bank and the military is all for it, okay? Even if you are dependent, if your husband done got his side bitch pregnant and she in the military, tell that hoe, stop playing with me. Please. Get rid of that baby. My bad. Relax. <laughs> I can't relate. I ain't got no husband. I ain't never been pregnant. But I feel like everything happened for a reason. Ain't if you side bitch either. Uh, never. Uh, nope. <laughs> got you there. <laughs> Had you in the first half. <laughs> and Woo. I will be. But, uh. I feel like, like she said, the power of the tongue is very, very, very strong. Mm -hmm. And I remember my uh, ex had told me, you will never find love until you love somebody more than your best friend. When that <laughs> bitch got into a car accident and almost died, I was like, what the fuck? My whole life stopped. Every time I see her, I just imagine her running across the street. <laughs> at the time, I'm having a panic and I start hollering. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like, okay, you don't want to do it. The whole world, universe, God, whatever you believe is going to force you to do that shit. Mm -hmm. You don't want to stop being so hard-headed. I'm about to break you down in ways that you have never been broken down before. Absolutely. He is going to take you to the pits of hell. And you got two choices. You either going to sink or swim. Period. That's it. That's all. And I had to realize, like, okay, I might be at my lowest, but I've been lower than this before. Oh, absolutely. So, yes, this situation right here is like, damn, what the fuck? But a year ago, you were somewhere else. You were mentally we broken. We forget where we came from. Me and this and bitch ain't have no car. None. Nothing to our name. We lived in one room with one bed and an air mattress. Together. Baby. Whatever we did, we did together. Moving into our apartment, together. Even though that man, we not even going <laughs> to. We talked about that already. We're going to leave that where it is. But we have come so far. We were at our lowest of lows. Didn't have no car, nothing to our name, nothing but a pot to piss in. If that. So people get so caught up like, damn, I haven't done this. I haven't done that. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. Baby. But guess what you time. did do? Last week you were struggling. This week you're not. I've come so far in my life. Prime example, my car. 
my kids sold. I got that car. My credit score was shit because I was fucking with it. Again, I love this nigga more than I love myself. Not my ex, but previous relationships. I poured so much into that person. I fucked myself up. Yes. So getting that Kia Soul, credit was shitty. The interest rate was shitty. Everything was fucking shitty. But I was like, I need a car because I need to get out this situation. Yeah. But now my 2023, baby, you ain't going to tell me shit. That's my baby. That's that motherfucker. Yeah. Six months ago, you couldn't tell me that I was going to get that car. And I'd be sitting, I'd be reflecting like, you have come so far. You, you started a fucking business. Exactly. That we actually stuck to. And we started this business with, it, with Nan Nigga. Okay, we, we fund the shit ourselves. We fund everything. You know, our motherfucking the self. only nigga that's a part of it is Dre. But other than that, ain't Nan nigga funding this shit. And I can attest to that. Some females, the stuff y'all do, it is attached to a man. And the second that shit is detached from them, you are lost. Can't no nigga step in this room and be like, you know what? I'm taking that podcast back. Because your name isn't, it's called Unfiltered with Lala and Marble. And Lala and Marble are the only motherfuckers that can put a stop to this shit. Period. So. Y'all hoes be so caught up, like, oh, my God, he did this for me, he did that for me. And the second that person leaves... Oh, speak on it, because that's the leaving. one reason. I have always said, I don't give a fuck. And I literally just had this conversation with my man the other day. I will never, ever live that housewife life. Because if you finna think you come in here, bitch, this is my house. Get all your shit and leave. Yeah, okay. Excuse me? Yeah. Okay. okay. Sure. We gonna see how that. And I out. told myself, me and her were just talking because we're planning on doing something later on this year. I said I cannot bring. Yeah, there's been niggas I've been talking to, but if I don't feel comfortable enough bring you around my best friend, because I'm gonna talk about you. My like, other you half, as the fuck, you will you never come around, ever. You can meet whoever you want to meet, but until you meet this bitch, it don't matter. You can meet my family. My mama's fake. She gonna exactly. be like, hey son, whatever the case may be. Exactly, and that's why, like, I've brought I brought people around her. The don't last like them. Hate them. Hate all of them. Because they, she, that's why I bring people around her specifically. I don't care if it's new. I'm going to bring you around. See, that's the difference between me and her. I don't give a fuck if it's new. Because I know if I bring you around her, and she be like, mm-mm, his energy ain't right. And I'm very good I, on motherfucking energy. I won't bring in, so am I. But if I feel like it's, your energy's right, and if I even feel like something is off and I bring you around her, and she be like, yeah. Gotta go. That ain't right. Got then to I go. know. Then I absolutely know. I, she, she met my man tonight we, that I got into my car accident. And she was like, okay, I can tell something about him. He's a little quiet. He's a lot different from what you're used to, but he's cool. It's something about him. I just know. Like, ooh, I'm so big on energy. And I'm very energy sensitive. I don't care if I've never met you. Prime example, when we first came into this booth, you know, we, we sat on it, we prayed about it, and that's my biggest thing. I'd be like, I prayed about it, and whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. I did not know this motherfucker from a can of paint. Dre? At all, yes. No, I didn't know Dre from a can <laughs> of paint. Like, what the fuck are we talking but about? But we stepped into this room and it felt so easy. Yes. And it felt so calm. We could have went anywhere. We could have recorded in so many other places. I have people that hit me up and be like, I don't know why y'all recording over there when y'all come over here do this, do or that. Y'all can just do it in your house. Like Dre. Exactly. Dre's it, a part of the family now. It's a very comfortable environment. And y'all be so scared to step out on faith. And I saw this post. You got to do it scared, broke. You Whatever. just got to fucking do it. Yeah. And if it is not for you, it is not going to work out. I thought that man was my husband, and the Lord showed me so many fucking different signs that I ignored. I was Ray Charles Every to the shit. Every single sign. And I was like, friend, <laughs> I would have been gone by now. I you was Ray Charles to years. a lot of shit. I would have departed so fast. You got people. <laughs> but 
Please. It, it's like he, your life is gonna be shifted in so many fucking ways. And you just gotta be. And honestly, you don't even have to be prepared for it. Cause ain't no preparing. You either gonna sink or you gonna swim. It's fucking exactly. And I refuse to sink. I have been at the pits of hell. I have been to the pits of hell. I meet people and I connect and we do this and we do that. We rock and roll. But it's so much shit that y'all just have to start taking with a grain of salt. Let that fucking hurt go. Y'all, I am one of those people that emotionally be in fucking shambles. And honestly, lately, I can't even think of a day where I felt how I used to feel. I used to get really, I have these moments where I just shut down and I get really depressed and I just don't say shit to anybody. And, for, and if you really know me, you know it's hard for me not to say shit to nobody. I am very talkative, very social. <laughs> so, so it's hard for me to just shut the fuck up and sit down. So if you see me quiet, either one, I'm thinking really hard about some shit or I'm depressed. I haven't thought of a moment within the last couple weeks where I felt like that at all. I, even with my car accident, I felt kind of shitty about my car, but I have been in great spirits. With me not having a car, I don't give a fuck about that shit no more. Like my you can mom get a new car. Exactly. My mom told me. My mom was like, "You're up there stressing about that fucking car." This is this is literally like right after my accident. I'm literally sitting on the curb, stressing us the fuck mad out, mad as fuck about my car. And my mom was like, "You're mad about that fucking car. You just made it out alive, and you're mad about that car. Fuck that car." But I really felt that way because, like, my car, like you said, my car's my baby. So I'm like, damn. Which is understandable. You're entitled to feel that way. But when you step back and you look at that accident. Yes. You were in a car that almost caught on fire. Yes. Ran back to the, uh, ran back to the car while it was smoking. Didn't give a fuck. In a car. Got my phone to call my best friend. I did not care. That almost caught on fire. Car totaled. Airbags deployed. Like, when I really sat back and I looked at the scene in my head. Yes. You, one wrong move, and you would have been dead. And now I'm beating the fuck out this old lady for attempted murder. I looked, so the other day, me, we had came from her house. And I told my man to take that way, the way I, the way I was going, because I was going home. We lived literally, like, right around the corner from each other. So I told him to take that way, and I went through there, and I looked at everything where we got into the car accident at. And it's just like. It, it, it's like a wave came over me like wow this shit was like I was literally just right here and I can just see the whole scene of how everything went and I'm just like damn this shit is really crazy cause that street is a four way street and it's a four way street with stop signs and lights so if you're not paying attention to the light and you're just paying attention to the stop sign I can see where you get confused but I just want to attest this girl has come so far when it comes to driving <laughs> Oh, my God. No, it's going somewhere else. But I want to say this. When I first met her, so the necklace that she has, that she wears, it has her younger brother on it. We've never really talked about this, and I don't know why I feel like talking about this right now, but that's what I'm going to do. I swear to God, if I start crying, I'm going to be pissed <laughs> off. So the necklace that I got her is her younger brother. Her younger brother passed away in a car accident. So when she told me that, I was like, I'm not going to force you to drive. The first time we drove on the highway, someone hit us. So oh my I could see God. how she Bro. automatically shut down and was like, you know, I never want to drive again. And who am I to force you to drive? But for you to get in this fucking car and get on a highway after you've been through what you've been through, knowing the backstory of why she doesn't drive, I can commend you for that. When she got into her accident a couple months ago because her wheel locked up, she didn't sit there and be like, you know what? I'm never going to drive again. I said, Lanai, you got to get the fuck up. When I got into my accident and that old man hit me, I charged that shit to the game. Oh, week, it's crazy because I, I, I never thought about it like that. 
it's you see oh, when I got into my car so I fucking was going to Walmart and I fucking I was turning in my wheel locked and I hit the fucking Walmart sign I was mad as fuck like fuck my car again but this time it was it was that time it was able to be fixed but this and is not the, a week later I was driving my brother's car and I was fine I'm like fuck I can drive like no actually that day that the day that I got because my brother came and he was like is your car drivable and I was like yeah it's drivable but I don't want to drive it He's like, okay, so we're going to switch cars. You're going to drive my car. I'm going to drive your car. That day, I was fine. Driving willy-nilly. Go ahead. Yeah. But I say that to say, some of y'all don't be understanding. Y'all be letting this weak-ass shit handicap. I'm not saying the situation is weak, but y'all be letting shit handicap you. She could have been like, I'm never going to drive because of the history of my family and cars. And I've always had that in the back of my head, and you didn't seem to know it. But it was like, this girl is really getting into a car, driving down the street, knowing she never wanted to drive because of what happened to him. So she has that necklace. It's a reminder, like, girl, you have come so fucking far, and I am so proud of you. Because, yeah, the car is fucked up. She was sad. Charge us to the game. We getting a new one. Facts. What's I next? I only cared for, like, a day. <laughs> in the hospital, screaming. Mad as fuck about my car. And me and her mom are like, girl... What the fuck? <laughs> You're about to get a new car. My man was like, relax. It's not that deep. We can look at cars tomorrow. You kept saying the car was bad luck. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that car was bad From the second you drove out the lot. It was always like something shit. with that car. It was always something with that car. And, I, and I've always felt that. It was always. A, and people was like, no, it's just you. You don't know how to drive. No. I came a long way when it comes to driving. So I know it wasn't me. That motherfucking car. It was bad luck. It, it smelled like luck. asshole. <laughs> When we first got that car, that car was bad luck from the beginning. I, but. please. But, you know, we just rock and roll. And like I really said, are. take everything one day at a time. We've been reconciling with people. Just, just doing the most. Having the time of our life. I've been outside. Y'all know I'm a homebody. These hoes been having me outside. And we not outside, like, scrubbing the ground outside. We're actually having fun and living fucking exactly. life. Exactly. We be at the beach almost every day. I got, like, 30 different swimsuits now. That's a drawer full of them but that's just i'm on a spiritual journey i ain't got no man i don't need no man and i'm not saying that a couple months ago i would have been saying that at a place of hate but i really don't because i'm content like you're not about to come into my life and shit shift nothing if you're not coming in to pour in then get the fuck on i'm not pussy popping on the handstand for everybody i'm tired of y'all don't fucking look at me okay excuse me (laughs) My turf is <laughs> I am just. Say I don't support nobody pussy popping. You know what? Never mind. You know, if you want a pussy pop, that's you. My healing journey and yours is totally different. <laughs> Me? Not you, I but people in general. Mm-mm. Like, I'm just at a place where I don't give a fuck. I'm not depressed no more. I'm not sad. I'm not mad. And I'm not saying I don't give a fuck again in a hostile way. A couple months ago, Shirley would have wholeheartedly meant I don't give a fuck. But I'm working on it. I'm proud of myself. I've been celibate for like two months. <laughs> I've been so on my celibacy journey for like two months, and it's because. Okay, am I ready to discuss this? Girl, you might as well. Um, Pop your shit. Tonight. All right, so. Y'all remember a couple episodes ago when we was talking about side bitches, and I was like, I've only done that one time in my life, and I would never do that shit again. <laughs> exactly. Choose your words wisely. <laughs> She said, <gasps> never been a side bitch. Besides when she was younger. When I was in like the eighth grade. And guess what? The Lord said, I'm going to show you something, girl. 
Come hey, on. Barbara, this Come is on. motherfucking Never. Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Forever. So I was working with this man. And in the beginning, we had a very friendly friendship. Like, but it started to become way more. This man had a, a girlfriend. And knowing me, knowing me, I'm like, yo, you got a girlfriend. Like, you, I'd be on my best behavior with you because you got a girlfriend. Though, you know, he like, my girlfriend is straight. Like, but you know, I'm the type of person, I'm not going to ask no questions. If you said your girlfriend is straight. Pause. I would like to add, okay, I'm all for it. Um, if you want to be a side bitch, that's you. I told her, if you want to be a side bitch, keep it at that. You know, be a side bitch. But she became too invested. I said, this isn't giving side the second bitch girlfriend. energy. Matter of fact, I was the third. We found out about another girlfriend bitch in the end, but we number three. There. But I'm not saying I, I support side bitches, but I support my friends. If that's what you want to do, you you going to do it right. But she started doing it wrong. And I, I was said, doing Lord it real Jesus. wrong. I should have been, you know, you know, and then leave. But no, I'm spending nights and weeks. <laughs> So, yes, I started talking, when I first started talking to him, me and him were very friendly. Like, we were friends to the point where, like, I'd go out to the club, and this is when I knew. I'd go out to the club and be like, listen, I don't want to go home. And he was like, you want to go for a drive? And then we stayed up for 18 hours just talking to each other. I knew then it was going to end up being more than what it was. Cussing her the fuck out. There was no friendly, friendly with that. You do that for somebody that you actually fuck with. And me and him had a strong... It's the point where me and him had a strong-ass bond. Turns out, he's a liar. But why didn't I expect that? <laughs> why didn't I expect that from a nigga with a bitch? <laughs> he lied to you about his situation, he so he's lying everything. about everything. So, it's just like... And I'm the one kept telling him, like, bro, you you got a girlfriend. Like, you doing all this. And the shit he did, I used to be like, damn. And you got a girlfriend? <laughs> you We doing all this. Talking about, I'm at your house all the time. You're at my house all the time. Talking about we over here having painting with a twist nights. Like, we in a whole relationship. I know. Calling me, Thompson, can you bring me your paint set so we can paint together? Excuse me? You don't know this man for real? Well, yes, I did. It's crazy because I got to know him very, very well. And, you know, as a man, he just filled me up with lies and lies and lies. And I used to just laugh at him. <laughs> and I used to just be laughing at him, just knowing. Knowing he was dead ass wrong. But I let myself get way too invested with that situation. So, come around. Sometime, I'm not even going to give no timestamps because y'all can be like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, we don't leave that where it is. So, <laughs> one night, i never forget, I was out with my friends, and he had a football game the next day because he played semi-pro football. And he was like, um, he invited me to the game. But then I found out from one of my friends that his girlfriend was going to be at the game. That's how you know. Niggas don't give a fuck. <laughs> if a nigga can do you like this, he won't be you in the same room and he don't care. I said, damn, you could have told me your girlfriend was going. Like, I would have been like, damn. Like, mm. he was like, I wouldn't, wouldn't be weird for me. I wouldn't care. He was like, I really don't give a fuck. And that's what I should have known. He don't give a fuck about nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing so, to lose. Uh, that weekend, I got a text from him. And it was like, send me our Instagram DMs. I should have known. But at the time, I had been drinking. So, I was just like, okay. Literally, sent all the screenshots. <laughs> like a dumbass. And I'm sitting here like, girl, this <laughs> yeah, has to be the girlfriend. She she set me up. She rocked it out. She set me up. So, I blocked me on everything. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on? I'm still lucid, just drunk. In I'm not in shambles. A- I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, friend, something right. I don't know what the fuck is going on. So, we get back to work. Because I'm telling y'all, I work with this man every day. We get back to work. He's like, yeah, we need to talk. He comes in there and was like, yeah, my girlfriend found out. So, like, we got to chill out. 
And I was just like, and those choice of words, we have to chill out. That nigga never said we ain't. We gotta stop fucking with each other because my bitch done found out and I need to get back on my relationship. Never once did he say that. <laughs> never once because he knew nigga was in love. Nigga never didn't want to leave me alone. He was never gonna leave me alone. And I was never gonna leave him alone because the thing was saying it and we was having the time problem. And I told her, I'm like, <laughs> you need to let that man go. And I shit, I be damn, <laughs> I be motherfucking damn. <laughs> She kept saying that, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to let him go eventually. A liar. Look at that, the location. You at that man's house again. Yep. And it's. Embarrassed. What about that? <laughs> yep. And was. Surely was. Yep. Every time. So then so then we decided to be friends again. After the, after, after the old girl found out, we had a conversation. It was like, yeah, we had a friendship bond before this. Let's just go back to doing that. We was dead ass wrong. We should have known. <laughs> we should have known we was having a little too much fun for us to go back to just being friends. That shit lasted for a week. Back at that house again. Back at that house again. And I was just like, whew. Having fun. Rocking out. Doing our biggest one. That man was always, <laughs> who? And then come a couple weeks ago. <laughs> something, he texted me and was like, if my girl texts you and asks you, did we have sex? Tell her no. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, I said, don't let that shit happen because don't, because I'm not with all that bullshit. I'm not with all this drama. I'm not with all that extra shit. You better stop that bitch from texting me because if she texts me, it's going to be me and her. And you're not going to like it. Whole time, someone told me to go through my Instagram request. She messaged me. I said, you want to talk about it? Call me. <laughs> now we on the phone. Hello, Barbara. This is Shirley. Getting down to it on the nitty gritty. And I- before she even called, because I went to go sit outside because I'm like, okay. I said, Lanaya, I promise you she's with that man. And she's about to call you because, you know, download the little text app and she didn't answer. I said, she didn't answer because she knows your number from his phone. I, I might be a little off, but I be knowing what I'm talking about sometimes. I said, she's <laughs> with that man. That's why she didn't answer that. So I'm like, I, I can tell you right now they are in the same room. So I said, when you get on this phone, you might as well tell that girl the truth. What did I do? Sitting there playing. I got on that phone a lot. <laughs> Ooh, got on that phone a lot. But it's so crazy because I told him after that, and he was like, I said, you need to tell her the truth. I said, you already hurt her feelings once. She already knows about us. So just go ahead and tell her the fucking truth. It's going to hurt her, but yeah, you already hurt her feelings once. So like, she what said, you waiting for? Give me that phone. And he got up and ran out the house. Baby. I would have no, threw my TV at we the were back on of his the phone. Head. We were on the phone. She had me on speaker. And she was like, so I, so, I said, so look, I just want to know what he told you before I start spilling the tea. <laughs> I need to know what you know before I start telling you what I know. And she was just like, yeah, he said y'all were just coworkers and y'all be texting. I said, that's a lie, friend. He be at my house, I be at his. And she was like, so are y'all fucking? I was like, no. And this bitch looked at me and was like, bitch, tell her the fucking truth. <laughs> and I didn't tell her nothing. I let her think what she wanted to think. And then I started spilling the tea like, yeah, girl, um, that football game, we was going to be there together. She's like, did you know about me? Mm-hmm. I knew about you from the beginning, friend. You just didn't know about me. It wasn't meant for you to know about me. She was just like, wow. Because <laughs> I was going in. I was telling it all. I was going down, going crazy. I'm telling the whole the whole shit. You and when this lady hit him. Miss <laughs> Lady, that's when we found out he was on the phone. Because she was like, you, she turned around. She said, you think I'm fucking stupid? You got me out here looking stupid? I said, oh, <laughs> she's going crazy. <laughs> She started smacking. She said, I should smack the fuck out of you. I said, Her dumb ass talking. Oh, my God. He's in the room. I fucking told you. I said, ooh. <laughs> I 
I said, ooh, she finna kill him. I, she said, my, yeah, I'm gonna call you back. I said, ooh, don't kill him. <laughs> and what kills me is when he calls her phone, Thomas. He called me back after that. And what he said for We can't be friends. No. Sound like he's crying. You know when your parents whoop your ass <laughs> and they be like, go tell your friends I said you can't fucking go outside. He called back to him. We can't be, we cool, can't be cool, no cool no more. It took everything in me not to snatch that phone. Like, I, You're started scre- fuck. I started screaming in the phone. I, I started laughing. I'm like, you sound so fucking stupid right now. I said, it's funny because you said that before and then you were back at my house. I said, you know what? Put her back on the phone. <laughs> I said, now I'm going crazy. Let me talk I, to your manager. I said, let me, you done lost your motherfucking much. mind. Put, I said, put your girl back on the phone. Put your girl back on the phone. She said, hello. I said, you really want to do that? You really want to get back into a relationship with this man? After this man. I said, I said, you know what? Since I'm on speaker. I said, on speaker. She said, yes. I said, tell her everything. Tell her the motherfucking truth. I said, while I, she said, yeah, you stay on the phone just in case there's any missing parts. Yeah. Because I got to tell her and his ass got up and walked out. She's like, don't walk away now. Don't walk away now. I said, yeah, this is hilarious. This right here is funny as fuck. And I'm going down, going online. And then she called me again. And I was like, girl, I just want to let you know, not only have we been fucking, there's another bitch too. She was like, <laughs> not dread to my, uh. <laughs> I just feel like as a man... In this day and age, with everything that's fucking going around, if you want to fuck other bitches, you need to be very honest about that. Exactly. You Leave that bitch alone. need to be very you honest. You could have left her and let her do what the fuck she want to do. And it makes me so fucking mad because she's so fucking pretty. And, and it's she, not even about her being pre- like the person she is and how she presented herself on the phone. I and she tell was very that, respectful. That man knocked her to the ground. You're sitting there they talking were together about some, for four years. We've been together for four years and this is not the first time. You got one time to play with me. He told me that if it wasn't going to be me, he's going to cheat on her with somebody else. Whole time he has been cheating on her with somebody else before me. So it's like y'all be so reckless with y'all dicks for a piece of coochie. I also want to tap into something. So when I got on these dating sites. And y'all motherfuckers be so quick. Let me come see you. Let me come see you. I remember I told this one dude, I said, you want me to come to your house? You don't know my first name. You don't know my real name. You don't know shit about me. You just know my Instagram. I he was like, set you up, yeah, you stupid bitch. here's my address. I said, I could be a serial killer. I could be a rapist. I can have I everybody have outside fucking, of running your shit. I can have AIDS. You know what this man said? That's a risk I'm willing to take. Excuse me. Hard body. Ooh. I could be a Get fucking a klepto. Like, you're letting me into your house. Coming your house and running your shit. Running through your, your house shit. like a tomb raider. Not even playing. Tell y'all niggas need to fucking have some respect for yourself. Stand up. Stop being such sluts. And y'all ain't got man respect. Man. A bitch show up and y'all ready to, yeah, you know, I do this, I do that. I do not respect no man that's that fucking easy. Oh, yeah, he was easy as fuck, too. Like, I ain't getting no so, so quick to just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't know me. Meet me in public first. It's always, you're such a vibe, you're such a vibe. I could be the damn devil. The vibe is crack. That's the vibe I'm giving you. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Stop letting everybody over to your house. I do not let people in my room. My room is a sacred space. Baby, exactly. you're not coming over I there. I had learned that because, like, hell no. Because I be fucking with crazy niggas. And I had to tell her that. I'd be like, baby, you are not coming in this room and shaking shit up. Mm-hmm. You better shake it outside. You're not coming <laughs> down my street. You will not know where I live. I am not playing with y'all. Y'all don't be watching enough true crime documentaries mm-hmm. for me. Y'all just like. And I was listening to this other podcast. This girl, she was on BLK. Y'all better stay off there. Her and her older brother would go meet men and set them up and rob them. God don't like ugly. She went to go link with this older man 
and her brother was supposed to bust through the house. She went to the bathroom. Her brother bust through the house. The nigga picked up his gun and shot him in the chest three times. Now your brother's dead. And she had to sit there and was like, I don't know who this man is. Baby, the text messages don't lie. Stop letting these hoes come to your house. These hoes be crazy. And I really had to tell him, like, you need to have some sort of respect for yourself because you don't know me. At least I'm honest enough with you to let you know, like, hey, exactly. you know. And see. I could be off the fucking rockers. Me and him hadn't even known each other that long before I started coming to his house. You don't know me from Adam. You got all this alcohol in your house. I could beat you in the head with a bottle. And you will be okay. out of here. That's. <laughs> I can hit you across your head with a bottle. You're done. You're done. Like, I could really fuck you up in this house. And he's like, yeah, you talk all that shit at your house. You want to come up here? Who? <laughs> Who? You got the right one. I'll tweet the fuck out in this house, too. You don't lost your fucking mind. Like, you think you know me, but you really don't know me. You know what I show you. You know what I let you think. You don't know me for real. You don't know me from Adam. You only know me because we work together. And we talk to each other every day. That's only re- that's the only reason you know me. What I make it seem and what it is, it's two different things. I can make you feel like, oh, yeah, I know her. She ain't going to do this and she ain't going to do that. Shit. Never underestimate any fucking body. That's why I watch everything. I'm very watchful. I pay attention to every fucking thing. People may think I'm a little paranoid. People may think I'm crazy. People may think I'm nosy. I don't give a fuck what you think. I pay attention to every little thing. My situational awareness is very good. <laughs> very fucking strong. So, you think you're going to get me in this house and do anything? You're crazy. I watch the way that man leaves the door unlocked. I watch the way that man does this. The way he does that. I could have people running your house like you weren't even at home. Because you leave the door unlocked every time you leave this house. You're, you're a dummy. dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I told y'all, we be having the same brain. We be thinking the same shit. You're a dumbass. So, but anyway, back to him in that situation. But yes, me and the girl talking, she was just like, I'm so glad you were respectful and honest with me because he was never going to tell me the truth. And it reverted back to me remembering when I was in a three-year relationship and he was cheating on me. And that's why I went ahead. And it wasn't about everybody was like, oh, you're a dead-ass wrong for taking that. You should let him handle that. I was not wrong in the sense that I thought about it in the way that I would have wanted somebody to tell me. Back then, nobody told me shit. They just let me look fucking crazy. Then I went crazy, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, she, yeah. But she said, I'm so glad that you were actually honest with me and respectful. She said, she asked me to send her proof. Funny five screenshots to my phone. Sent her everything. I sent her screen recordings. I sent her pictures of me at the house. Pictures of me on the same couch that she be sitting on. She want proof? I got proof. One thing about me, I keep a message thread. And she keeps telling me, let that shit go. Now I can let it go. Now, I, I absolutely let that shit go. After my car accident, because me and him didn't talk for weeks after that, because we work with each other every day, so we had to see each other every single day. So, after my car accident, I told him, I'm like, look, I don't care who you feel is wrong or what the fuck the situation is. I'm just going to say, I moved off a lot. I moved off hate. I moved off of a lot of different emotions. And that's when I had to realize, like, I really sat down and I've really been thinking a lot lately about myself and the way that I move and the shit that I do. I said I moved off emotions, which is something that I don't do anymore. I, I had to really think of something before I make a move. I used to move off emotions, and I had to stop doing that. And I told him, like, look, we don't have to be best friends. We don't have to talk. We don't have to be friends. We're coworkers at the end of the day. That's just what it's going to be. And until I leave, I apologize for whatever part I played in it. I don't really care anymore. I'm over it. You're over it. She's over it. We're all over it. Let's just let this shit go and be cordial for work. We don't have to text. We don't have to talk. None of that. Just we're cordial for work. And now it made my my work environment better. So I did it to better my situation, my work environment. 
Because I have to work with this man every day and I'm looking at him dead in his face and I fucking hate him. I had to let that shit go. And that's how I told her to let it go because she seen him was about to run him over. Baby, so, I was going to come to that basketball court and beat the brakes off of you and all your friends. I was waiting for one of them to try to do something. I was going to run my car into the back of your car, and the second you would have came over there and been like, what are you doing? I'm hopping out this bitch and jumping on you like a monkey. <laughs> and I yeah. want one of your homeboys to jump in. And then you just would have been sick. But, yeah, me and him but and I let it go. don't really – exactly. It's, it was time to let that shit go because he's just it, – it wasn't worth it. I was in the wrong, too, and it's just like, fuck it. But, yes, me and that girl talking, she was just like – I'm glad you actually told me the truth because he was never going to tell me the truth. And I told him, I said, you were never going to leave me alone. And you know that. And he was like, you're right. I wasn't. I'm glad that the shit happened how it, he said, I hate that it happened how it happened, but I'm glad this shit is over with because neither of us were going to leave each other alone. It wasn't. I told this girl every fucking day. my life. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Let's do it. It's like, all right, baby, you don't want to listen. I'm going to force you to listen. There is nothing. That man couldn't come to me the same way today. Even though, yeah, thing was thing time of my life. <laughs> You know, sometimes when that thing is thing in the time of your life, you gotta run, you gotta go back a couple times. You know, you're like, uh, so what's the, so is it still about the what it used to be about? Please, but, the fuck up. <laughs> but now, like the situation I'm in, I am so happy. There is nobody that can take me from that man. Not even a single soul. Nothing but my work can take me away from that man. And not even shit. I don't know. It takes because that man love it down. Love that for you. Friend. I ain't gotta ask that man to do anything for me. That man does everything he wants to do on his own. Just like last night, I was helping him look for something. And he was like, yeah, I'm about to buy you something, too. I said, you don't have to buy me anything. He said, shut up. I don't care. I'm buying you something, too. I'll bring you back when I come back. He was like, what address do you get your stuff sent to? I said, I'm not telling you because I don't want you to buy me anything. I don't give a fuck. What is the address? I still didn't tell him. He's like, you know what? That's fine. I'm just going to order it to here, and I'm going to bring it to you when I come back. I said, you know what? Okay, whatever. Anything? I can't relate. I buy my stuff. My stuff. That man takes that man takes very good care of me. And I don't even have to ask him for anything. The other day I saw a post on Instagram. Um, this man filled a movie theater with yellow roses for his girlfriend. I was like, I love roses. I don't really care about the movie thing. I was like, this is so cute. And I showed him. Next thing you know, the next day, what do I have? Roses. Multicolored ones. The yellows are it was a lot more yellow than any other color. He was like, I couldn't find a bouquet of just full yellow, but I got you these. But I got you these. And I was like, I love them. And I love them every day. And I'm like, wow. I didn't have to ask him to do that. I saw him yesterday. I was like, I'm hungry. He's like, what do you want? I'm like, I kind of want tacos and french fries. He's like, that's a weird combination. But I'm going to order it. I didn't ask you to do that. I didn't have to ask you to do that. He was like, I was like, you know what? I'm hungry. I said, you know, I'm just going to go to sleep. Because I'm tired. <laughs> and we, me and her should not have did that yesterday. Yesterday, we're fucking open and hungry. <laughs> but we had just came from the beach. So we was like, fuck that. We tired too. Why we go to sleep and we wake up almost eight thirty. Everything's closed. I said, "What the fuck? Ain't nobody eating. Ain't nobody cooking us. out. Nothing. Y'all know where we was at? Wendy's. <laughs> we had chicken. We had chicken nuggets for dinner last night. So yeah, hard as the fuck. I feel like this was a productive podcast. We almost I used so the full two we hours. We touched on everything that we. I feel like y'all just know we're coming back with full force when we actually do come back. We back and we better. Yes. I'm back in my business mindset. Yes, we are and both. that is a lovely thing. We are both in a very good place, I can say. Yeah. So, it's time. For, well, when we first stopped, we were in shambles. Now we're both actually at peace with everything that we have going on. And we're still, like, on our journeys and figuring out everything. But, yes, we're about to start back actually working. Start back giving y'all episodes. And I already have a date for when we're going to record again. I wrote it on my calendar. Yeah. 
So we got two weeks to figure it out. Two weeks to figure it out? Mm-hmm. Two weeks to come record? Yeah. We're recording in two weeks? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there y'all have it. We're coming back in two weeks. Don't know what we're going to talk about, but we'll be here. I already have a mindset. Okay. I told you. Business mindset. We haven't shared. <laughs> um, we haven't came together and we haven't reconvened. The congregation hasn't discussed it as a whole. But and, I um, yes, we've been trying to have guests, but every time we try to have a guest, y'all click on this. So, you know, I feel like we're just going to start doing guests whenever... It works for them. Somebody actually commits to it. Like, never mind. I was going to say that, but I'm going to go. Um, <laughs> Let that hurt go. No. <laughs> I want to talk about that. We're wrapping it up. <laughs> we almost used a full two hours. And I have a business meeting tonight. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> We're missing pneumonia. <laughs> Please. All right. You know, this has been another It's episode. actual business. I promise I'm not popping cat. It's an actual business meeting. We just have nicknames for everybody because y'all not going to get me caught up. If that's what you call a business meeting. Okay. It's literally business. Kind of. But, um, okay. (laughs) (sighs) Thank you for joining us for another episode of What the Fuck. Unfiltered (laughs) with Lala and Marble. See y'all in two weeks. I guess. There's no I guess. Hope we're going to be back in two weeks. This would be so good.